The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Claudia and this is Sensemaker from tortoisemedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, how the fashion retailer H&M got caught in the middle of a fierce argument over modern slavery. Is the brand cleaning up its act? And the shoppers in the West even care? Here I am, worrying about the future. Again. Dear aliens, send help. No, but seriously, does anything we do make any difference? H&M is in trouble in China. And it's not alone. Since March, brands like Nike and Adidas have become caught up in an argument between Beijing and the West over human rights. Since around 2017, evidence has grown that China is committing crimes against humanity on the 12 million Uyghurs and other ethnic groups that live in Xinjiang. That's the country's westernmost region. It borders on Pakistan, Kazakhstan and six other countries. Human rights groups and several governments, including the USA but not the UK, have said the Chinese state is committing genocide, something the Chinese government firmly denies. The argument has become a huge source of tension, but how has H&M ended up caught in the middle? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Violations include the extrajudicial detention of over a million Uyghurs and other minorities in political re-education camps, extensive and invasive surveillance targeting minorities, systematic restrictions on Uyghur culture, education, and indeed the practice of Islam, and the widespread use of forced labour. That was Dominic Raab, the UK Foreign Secretary, speaking about the issue in the UK Parliament in January. The forced labour he mentions is mostly to pick cotton. And Xinjiang cotton is big business. It's used in one in five cotton products. T-shirts, jeans, blankets, you name it. In fact, you're probably wearing it right now. In March 2020, an Australian think tank found that 82 well-known brands, including Nike, Zara, Uniqlo and H&M, sell products made through the forced labour of Uyghurs. And as customers learned more about how their clothes were made, pressure on those brands increased. So six months later, in September, H&M put out a statement saying that they would cut ties with their suppliers in the area altogether. And that went down pretty well in the UK. A committee of MPs had already called for companies to prove that they didn't have links with Xinjiang, something that is actually quite difficult to do, or else face sanctions. But it was a different situation in China. H&M's statement was not welcome news. The Chinese Communist Party youth wing shared their outrage about the plan on social media. Then Chinese state media joined in too, and things spiralled. The fight over Xinjiang cotton has spilled out into everyday life. I'm looking at these pictures of dancers from a Chinese reality TV programme. It's a kind of high-energy talent show, like X Factor on acid. And contestants compete for a place in a nine-person boy band, but I'm not interested in the show for the music. 
These pictures are important because the logos on the dancers' clothing have been blurred out. In this case, it's Adidas, but other brands which spoke out about Xinjiang, like Nike, have also been obscured. It's punishment for contradicting the government about Xinjiang. And for H&M, after that big statement in September cutting ties with the area, the backlash doesn't stop there. H&M shops have now been removed from Baidu Maps, that's the equivalent of Google Maps in China. Even if you know where the shop is, taxi apps refuse to take customers to the location, and you can't buy the brand online. The government has even threatened to stop them from selling in China altogether. So now H&M faces a dilemma. It's under pressure from both sides. On the one hand, you've got China, a huge market of 1.4 billion potential customers. It's actually H&M's fourth biggest market. And if they can't sell there, they will lose out. But on the other hand, customers are becoming more aware of the sustainability of their clothes, and they care how the people who make them are treated. There's a growing movement to support brands that seem ethical. If a quick online search shows that a brand is linked to actual slavery, you would think that shoppers might steer clear, wouldn't they? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The sad reality is... Maybe not. When it comes to actually purchasing clothes, consumers in the UK, at least, don't always care too much about the human rights of the people who make them. In 2020, journalists revealed that the fast fashion brand Boohoo sold clothes made by people paid just £3.50 per hour in the UK. Campaigners say their conditions amount to modern slavery. But Boohoo actually made even more money last year after the scandal than it did beforehand. Vocal outrage doesn't always translate to fewer sales. And so, already, H&M is backtracking on its promises about Xinjiang, saying it wants to, and I quote, regain the trust of its business partners in China. Other stores have followed suit. Muji, the Japanese company, said on Chinese social media that they even support Xinjiang cotton. Unless companies are required by law to rigorously prove that they aren't selling clothes linked to slavery, the spending power of China is likely to prove too tempting for big brands to ignore. UK shoppers are likely to keep buying the brands they covet for prices they like. And that means that for shops, at least, the argument about Xinjiang cotton will probably blow over. And instead, millions of Uyghurs will continue to pay the price. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. It's made by me and my colleagues Nimo, Imi, Zav and Ella at Tortoise Media. At Tortoise, we host daily live events called Thinkins, where we tackle one big topic at a time. On Monday the 19th of April, we're asking whether women are safe on campus as part of our ongoing investigation into abuse at UK universities. We'll hear from experts, other Tortoise members and, we hope, from you. To be a part of it, take a free 30-day membership. Just go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash join us. 
Today's story was written by Ellen Halliday and produced by Xavier Greenwood. The Sensemaker 